So I started using a virtual receptionist called Smith AI. They've been handling all of my phone calls, all my incoming phone calls, but they do a lot more than that. They, uh, they can take care of um, payments. They can book appointments in your calendar. There's so many things that they can do. If you go on smith.ai and you can check it out, you can click the link uh, in the show description there and you can get $100 off if you do try Smith AI with that link. Um, but definitely check out all the services they do offer. And what really, in a nutshell, what's been helping me is it's 24-7 virtual receptionist. I don't have to have a separate, a specific employee, you know, taking care of this in-house. Uh, there's many people that work for this service and um, they just take care of all of my incoming calls. I have my work numbers forwarded to a number that they have. Um, they're very professional. There's a whole setup process where they ask a number of questions um, like how to answer this, that, and the other thing so they can be as professional as possible. And if they don't know how to answer something, if it's something I didn't anticipate or it's just a new question that I've never gotten before or, or they didn't ask, you know, they just say that they'll take a message and a member of our team will get back to them, which would be me. And they let me know. So they always give you a call log at the end of every day, tells you how many calls there were received and what the outcome was. And they basically collect all the information that I asked them to collect for me. And then they do the screening process for me. So what used to happen was I would, especially with during the spring rush, you know, I'm, I get like a good five to six calls every day. And it's, it, you know, there's, I have a screening process that's free that, that, that I've been using for some time. It's called Google Voice. Um, the basic f functions of it are free. You can use it for free. You get a number and you can do some different things with it. Uh, I, there's a voicemail. You can record uh, a certain amount of voicemails. And, and I had a specific voicemail that would screen people out. It would say, you know, I offer these services in these neighborhoods. If this applies, leave a message type deal. It's obviously, I said it much more professional and articulate, but that was what it was in a nutshell to try and screen some folks out because I was getting so many calls. And as an owner operator, I just can't afford to stop and answer my phone every five minutes, literally sometimes during the spring rush, stop, shut my mower off or put the trimmer down to answer the phone or whatever. And so I would, I would rely on the voicemail to capture those people and hope that it would filter some people out. But even still at the end of the day, I would still sit in my truck when I was done, go through my voicemails and I would still have to waste time calling people back because they would leave a message and not give me the full information. You know, they would say, hi, this is Mike. I'm interested in your services. Please give me a call. I have no idea what specific services and I have no idea where they are. So I have to call them and a lot of times they are asking for services that I don't provide. They just think lawn care is lawn care and they didn't listen. You know, they have no idea. They didn't listen to my voicemail of what services and, and, or they're not in a neighborhood that I'm servicing. So I have to then decline and tell them, unfortunately that, you know, you, that we don't offer those services or we're not in that area or both. And that's just a big waste of my time. But now with Smith AI, they do all that for me. They collect all the information. They know the neighborhoods that I'm that, that I'm accepting new clients in. They know the services they offer. And if none of those things match, they politely decline. They you know they let them. They thank them for the opportunity. Just like I would say, I have they have the exact script. You know they thank them for the opportunity, but they're out of our service area or we don't provide those services. Thanks for calling and so on. And that's it. The only time that I have to follow up with those people is if they meet the criteria. And then I'm following up with them to then give them a quote. So that's really been clutch. Literally day one that we got set up. <laughs> It was like such a relief to have, you know, the phone rings twice and then it gets forwarded. So I can, you know, I, I know that it's being forwarded to Smith AI and they're taking care of it. And it's like, oh man, that's, 
and I'm almost like anxious to 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 see the call log. Does I wonder who called me? I wonder who called me. Is is this an an actual potential new client, or is it just you know someone that? Because uh, I get a lot of people that are not you know looking for what I offer and uh, not in the in the areas that that I that I'm servicing. So. I'm always excited to find the people that are. Um, so I'm always looking forward to, you know, the, the, those, those specific, uh, emails, those call logs, so I can see, you know, who, who do I need to follow up with, but it's a great relief to be able to, to keep mowing, keep, you know, trimming, or I'm in the middle of talking to a current client. My phone rings two times and then it gets forwarded. It's such a huge weight off my shoulders to know that I don't have to then listen to a voicemail and potentially waste my time following up with someone that didn't meet the criteria that I tried to set. So, the first step was my voicemail, but the best thing is to have someone answering the phone. It's more professional. Um, you know, they, they, they don't know that you have a call service because you know that they, they know exactly what you're, what you want them to know and how to answer the phone, how to handle things. It, you know, they, they talk about, you know, if they don't know anything, will a member of our team will get back to you. So it's just very professional for everyone um, when they're trying to contact you to get that response 24 hours, seven days, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it's, it's really been a game changer. Like I said, from day one, I got like six calls and they were all forwarded. I think I got maybe one or two that were, that I could follow up with for, for quotes and the rest would have just been a waste of my time, but I never had to worry about it because they took care of it. So they do, and they do so much more, but this was the main thing that I wanted to try out with them um, to, to see, you know, how, how good their services are and to, to help relieve some stress off of me during the spring rush while still trying to grow my business, you know, cause sometimes people might, might fall through the cracks there. They might not leave a message or whatever be, for one reason or another, but they do meet the criteria. So having someone answer the phone, they can capture that information right away and say, well, well member of our team will get back to you. Um, to provide you a quote, thank you for calling and so on. So that's, again, that's been clutch. It's been a game changer. So I hope you guys will check it out. There's, the link is in the show notes. Like I said, the, the episode description, you can click on that and check out all their services. And if you do book through them, uh, if you do book with them through the link, you get a hundred dollars off the services. So go ahead, check it out. And I hope you uh, see the potential just like I did. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, we're going to be listening in to a clip from an episode with Paul Jameson and myself uh, on the Green Industry Podcast. Paul sat down and we we spoke about uh, my lawn care business. Uh, we talk a lot about social media and things over the, over the years when we get together either on my podcast or his podcast. Uh, different events and, and things like that, and just social media in general. Uh, but today, uh, on this episode, we were talking about my my lawn care business and talking about the growing pains that I was going through, uh, specifically in 2021, over the last year, for those of you listening in, far in the future. Um, and, and maybe, uh, not maybe, but some of the ways that I got through it and some of the things that I'm going to be doing and have implemented and are going to continue to implement and things like that. Just really hashing out, you know, what, what were the growing pains for my, my growing lawn care 
business and how have I been addressing that and overcoming that so that we can hopefully add value for anyone that might be going through the same things or might, you know, find themselves faced with some similar things sometime in the near future. So hopefully you guys enjoy listening in to that episode uh, and I will catch you guys at the end of this one. So without further ado, Naylor, I really do want you to go ahead and share uh, year eight of your lawn care business here. What's the game plan? Oh, man. Well, so as we discussed on the pre- on another episode, a lot of changes going into this year and the, the focus is to, to, to hey, rebuild. Get, get, your mic, get, get your mic a little closer to your mouth. I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was looking at our sound waves and, uh-huh. and mine, mine are so tall and yours are so... Um, I think the, the thing was just not close enough to your mouth. Oh, here we go. Excellence in broadcasting yeah, over here. Com or <laughs> all. <laughs> all right, Naylor. So without further ado, let's hear about your uh, lawn care story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Woo, all right. We'll, we'll get this Didn't one recorded. Pull, pull up to you and say he actually enjoys listening to us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That. that. <laughs> I'm saying, like, this is the stuff, man. Like, I literally met a local guy. He pulled, parked down the street right across from me because he had two lawns. And, and he was like, hey, man, I, I, I've been seeing you in passing and I've been wanting to meet you. I was just listening to you and Paul, listening to your podcast on the way here. It's so funny. And I'm like, really? That's crazy. So, and then, and then I met some guy on my home street that was like, are you the lawn care rookie? He just starts walking all the way down the street. And I'm like, oh, who's this dude? Like, what's he about to do? He and lives in your neighborhood? No, no. He was mowing a lawn in my neighborhood. And I was like, you know, I just, I'm always oh. checking everybody out, right? Checking up their, checking out their setup and all that. And I drove past, parked, you know, to get out of my truck to go home, get my cooler and everything. And he starts walking down and he's like, I'm like, all right. And he's like, Hey, are you the lawn care rookie? I'm like, yeah. Yep. And like, we talked for so long that my wife and my daughter came out cause they weren't really sure what was going on. They were thinking maybe it was some beef or something, some drama going on. Like what's up with daddy and this oh, random you were dude. Your house. No, I was just coming home. He oh. was mowing someone down the street oh, from my house. You. He just started you. walking down like he had finished this up. This wasn't Will Rice, was it? <laughs> no, that was a whole nother. That oh, was back in the day. This oh, is this man. is just someone else, you know, that I never met before. And he, and, and he, but my whole point is, he did, didn't even know I had a podcast or you or Brian. But he <laughs> follows me and Brian on uh, YouTube, and I'm like, man, we just don't do a good enough job promoting our podcast. Apparently, if we have people following us on YouTube, but they don't even know we have a podcast, I'm like, what are you listening to? He's like, nothing. And he just pulls out his like random like earmuffs that he, you know, hearing like the old school generic hearing protection. I'm like, nothing, no music, no audiobooks, nothing. He's like, no, I just got these. I'm like, oh, man, man, you need to, you need to step up your game. You're like mowing lawns, man. It's a time to, to nourish your mind, you know? Anyway, yeah. So I told him the whole thing and told him he needs to get on on the program. So I'm just saying it's like one extreme from the other, you know, you get the guys like I follow you on YouTube. Thank you so much for all your info, but he doesn't know anything about the podcast. So he didn't even know you existed. And I'm like, okay. And then you got the other guy who's like, Hey man, I was just listening to you and Paul on the way here. You guys had me cracking up. I'm like, what the heck? Anyway, back to uh, this is Let's how yeah, <laughs> this is how time just goes by. We've man. been weeks in the making. We want to hear your lawn care story for this year. Year oh, eight. Yeah, year, year man, year eight. I had to press the soft reset button. As my wife said, my wife's like, "Can you rebuild?" I'm like, 
that's what I'm trying to do, honey. I'm trying to rebuild, you know, so I had to press the soft reset button. So as I talked in depth on a previous episode with you, I made a lot of changes from last year going into this year. Um, and so really the goal is to try and, you know, and honestly, I really wasn't sure what to do. Like at one point I thought to myself, and, and this is something I'll probably dig into a little bit more, maybe in, in, in my, on my episodes too, but I really wanted to figure out like, you know, everything's going really well with LCR media and social media. And I just love being a part of the community and anything I can do there. But I mean, that's not, you know, the whole point of that is not to pay my mortgage, you know? So lawn care, clean cut lawn care has been my job, my career ever since I left retail management. That's what's been paying the bills with my wife helping in the beginning. Um, you know, so, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's the number one goal. I like lawn care so that I want to do something enjoyable to earn a living. So that's, that's where this all came from. You were so, the guy reading the home Depot guy. Yeah. Now you can get the best. Right. Care. Yeah. I was that homeowner. And I, so I, I get a lot of joy and satisfaction out of, you know, nice green lush lawn and striping it and all that just from a homeowner you know, standpoint. So I was like, I hey, mean, I should be able to enjoy this as a profession. Obviously it's got its ups and downs. Right. But, um, I really just trying to figure out like what, <clears throat> what, what, what am I going to do? Like, should I just focus more on LCR media and try and make that, you know, more of a career thing. And then I'm like, I don't know, you know, so I like lawn care, but I love creating content. So like, uh, I've heard so much that if you t- do what you love as a job or like, you know, as a career, then it becomes a job and you don't really love it as much. Like stick with what you love is like more of your hobby and your, your passion and things like that. doesn't mean you can't, you know, be profitable with all that, but ha- you know, ha- ha- be careful. Like, so like lawn care, I like lawn care. So that can be my career. That can be where I'm making, you know, the majority of the money for, you know, at least for now anyway, for, to pay my bills and all that. So anyway, I had to have this whole conversation with myself over the winter and try and figure out what am I going to do? Where am I going to go from here? Because it doesn't look like anything is necessarily getting better. It's, it's just as hard to find people, if not harder. Um, you know, I let one of my people, one of my guys go that was just falling off and I couldn't take it anymore. I, so it's just me and old Dale just hanging in there. And I'm like, you know, we can start the season strong and, and go from there. I, you know, I, I downsized a little bit, got rid of some folks for various different reasons. Um, and, you know, went from like 90 something accounts to 70 accounts. So that was a good chunk burden off of my, off of our shoulders there. But it's like, should I just go, you know, at one point I thought, should I just go back to being solo? It's like, well, a couple things. One, I cannot afford to be solo because I can't make enough money being solo because there's only so many hours in a day, only so much I can physically do as one person. So there's a ceiling there, which is why people always have to get employees to grow and do more work. That's that's just how, how it works. But to help put my daughter through college, I can't really afford that just on a solo owner operator lawn care income. It's just It's just not, there's too much, too much. Our life just, you know, as your kids get older, your expenses, you know, grow like that's just how life works. So as much as I thought about, you know, as much as I enjoyed the thought about going back to being solo, because, you know, during this whole thing last year and and coming into this year with all the staffing issues, there was a lot of times that I was solo again and I'm out there mowing lawns again, like, all right, I'm getting, you know, 10 yards done today instead of 20. Great. You know, like, and, but, but like I would, 
it, it was nostalgic, right? It reminded me of the old, olden days, you know, like yeah, eight, that's how I grew up meeting you on YouTube. That's, I mean, it was you. Yeah. Like it just reminded me, you know, seven, eight years ago, I'm just out there cutting that grass, you know, just laying those stripes down and I could zone out. And, and, you know, I found myself deep in thoughts again that I, I wasn't able to engage in like, you know, when I'm with, when I'm with the crew, I'm constantly paying attention to what they're doing. Right. I can't just zone out and listen to audiobooks or podcasts or get lost in thought and start getting creative. Like, Oh, what do we, what do we want to do with the rally this year? And all that, like, that's where all that stuff came from. All of those, these ideas that I've ever come up with YouTube video ideas, all these meetup events and making things better and joining, you know, growing the community, all that stuff all came from me just mowing lawns all day, every day, like eight to 10 hours of just being in like a Zen state, you know, being in a meditative state, you know, minus when you're getting in a truck and all that. But I mean, like 15 to 20 minutes every yard for eight to 10 yards, that that's a lot of hours of real good thinking time. And yeah, I, I, I kind of miss that. Enjoying, enjoying the mow. Yeah. Water down in Florida, but he's like, I enjoy the mow. And, and uh, he'll, he'll in his channel, I'll share things that like if the handlebar is too high, he's trying to mow. He's like, I couldn't enjoy the mow, you know? Right. But if everything's just right, you it's, it's actually therapeutic. Exactly. And, uh, How can you save more time and make more money in your lawn care business? Easy, by becoming more efficient. So how do you create more efficiency? Well, it starts with building a profitable service area and then being able to pre-qualify your leads based on that area. Creating efficiency for your business is why my service area was built. My Service Area is a simple website tool that will filter out unprofitable inquiries based on their address from the map you designed in My Service Area. So what does this mean for you? No more wasting time responding to website inquiries that wouldn't be profitable. Instead, you'll be saving time, running dense routes, and making more money. Think of My Service Area as your website's secretary. Except we don't eat, drink, sleep, or call in sick. We run 24-7 filtering out unprofitable leads for your business. My service area is so simple, yet so valuable. And the best part? You can get started for free. Just visit MyServiceArea.com now and create your free account today. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the ramp rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. No, a hundred percent. I agree. Therapeutic is, is a, a good word that I was missing um, for sure. 
And, you know, so like, so, so I kind of missed that. And I was like, you know, man, that this, it would be, it would be nice, but I just, I just can't afford that. I can't afford to just be that, you know, that guy just cutting grass, you know, all day by myself. It's just not going to help my family at the level that we're at right now. So I really just had to make some, some critical decisions and, and then see what, what I can do. So that's where I'm just, that's where I just press the soft reset and where I'm rebuilding and just, you know, trying to get back into, you know, I, I put applications back out and trying to f- see if I can find anybody, which it's been very slim pickings at this point, but, um, I'm putting a lot of feelers out there, trying a lot of things. Um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, Dale and I can get done everything that we have in the books on the schedule as it is just the two of us. But that's not, you know, that I don't know if I want to keep it there. Like I, I, you know, Dale ran the crew while we were at the GIE, you know, last year or equip expo now, like he, you know, he, I mean the crew, meaning just him and one guy, but he was doing it. You know, he got everything done, called me a couple of times, had a couple really good questions that, you know, was the perfect reasons to call things like that. So I feel confident letting Dale do those things, especially if I'm, and I wasn't even in town, right? So especially if I'm here in town, you know, whether I'm recording a podcast with you guys or I'm spraying yards or something while he's out there with somebody else, you know, working on chipping away at a route in one of the neighborhoods that we uh, knock out, like one of the ones that you were in, like, I'm confident with that. And I would like that. That was my goal, my vision, not to get out of hand, but just so that he could do, you know, maybe two days a week, he could take some routes and do that while I can focus on some other things. And then I can meet up with them later in the week and we can knock out some of the more high maintenance, higher end neighborhoods, uh, like good old Randy (laughs) lives in. (laughs) If you missed last week's episode, you got to go back. Yeah. Oh, if you know, you know, but you know, so I don't want to leave Dale. <laughs> what did he say when you, when you emailed him? That's correct. Or what? Yeah. He said, yes, oh. that's correct. Explanation oh, point. Man. He was so upset that I fired him first. I just wanted oh, to get that in there. Man. I was like, Hey, I'm not going to be mowing your lawn. He's like, that is oh. correct. <laughs> oh. He wasn't even going to tell me. I don't think like, what the heck, man? He was just going to, I was just going to show up one day and to mow his neighbors. And there was going to be some stripes in his yard. I was like, Oh, I guess he found somebody else. But I got him first. So anyway, I wasn't going to leave old Dale. I don't want to leave old Dale with, 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 with Randy's and Karen's out there. So, uh, in, 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 uh, in that neighborhood that will remain nameless, but at any rate, um, that, so that's, that's kind of like st- still my goal. So I kind of <clears throat> went through this whole period, which was just short lived kind of over the winter of everything that I just said. And I just came to the conclusion you know, that the soft reset that I talked about in in the other episode and uh, just trying to reduce some of the workload so that Dale and I can handle it. And I can barely handle it by myself if I needed to, but I'd have to work like six days or something. And that's not the goal. 70 accounts, isn't it? Yeah. But, but it's not 70 mowing accounts. Oh, that's it's 60 right. mowing accounts. The other 10 are just random people that are like in the same neighborhoods that yeah. mow their own yard and they want us to spray the weeds and fertilize and stuff. Out of those 60, Naylor, uh, are, do all of the 60 have a fertilization weed control or some of them? There's probably some that don't have anything. And um, you know what? No, actually, they're all in HOAs. They all have something. I got rid of all of the nothing yards, like all of the weed infested yards that were biweekly or whatever nonsense. Those don't even exist. So either I treat the yard, which is ideal, or one of the local major companies that only treat yards. Like that's the thing. Like all of my yards, 
are either treated by a big company that only treats or, or, or I do it and I mow. It's not like they have some random company that mows and treats, but only treats them. And you know what I mean? So, um, so what I try to be, what I'm trying to be and get my company to be is to, to, to be the one-stop shop when it comes to lawn maintenance for mowing and fur, because there's a lot of these, you know, treatment companies that only do that. And then there's a lot of these mow, blow and go guys that only do that. I've always wanted to be both from day one, but I mean that, you know, that mowing is easy. The fertilizing and weed control is a whole nother thing. You got to, you got to get trained, you got to get certified and you got to get your license in your state and all that. And then you got to get, get the right equipment. And there's an evolution there, right? Like I mean, I started with backpack sprayers, like super old school stuff. Like, you know, I wasn't jumping off getting a tank, a a bed, you know, truck bed, skid spray, sprayer, what all the different terms that people use, the big tank in the back of my truck with a hose and running around spraying it. That stuff's expensive, man. Like I'm not going to jump out the gate with that. So I had to work my way up, build the clientele that wanted that work, obviously utilizing my mowing clients right out the gate. But so, I mean, so so that that's evolved to, to where I am now. So like, um, almost half of my clients I treat the okay. other, the other little more than half other, you know, couple other major companies that do a good job. So it keeps, you know, keeps the lawn growing good and gives me something to mow and, um, barely any weeds and things like that. So, but anyway, those, so those 60 people, I could just barely do myself, which would be a nightmare if I worked like six days like it, but that's not the goal, but that's like an emergency backup plan that I don't want to ever have to use. So, you know, but with Dale, you know, with one person, you know, we can knock that out in like four days, you know, that's like nothing. So that's kind of the goal. And then it leaves a fifth day for rain makeup, you know, or a rain delay or, you know, any of the other things that come up. Some, some people want us to trim their shrubs a couple of times a year. And obviously I still have to, I still have to treat yards. So if, if it was just me and him, that would still have, give me a fifth day, you know, every week to be able to stay on top of these treatments, you know, as the next rounds come up. So but the ultimate goal is to still try and find at least one more person so that I can get back to where I wanted to be. You know, for the longest time, I didn't have a crew leader. I always had two people. I, I, I never had a problem, it seemed like, finding two part-time people. I just couldn't find a crew leader. I was trying to get Dale to that point, but he was in high school and he was young. And everybody was giving me a bunch of slack, like, oh, you know, why you got this high school kid? And all. I'm like, I don't know, man. I even told you this on a podcast back in the day. It's like, you know, I, I was successful in retail management when I believed in kids. I believed in teenagers that I saw something in them that, wow. you know, I could help mold them, guide them and lead them. And they stuck with me for years and they ended up being supervisors and managers. I mean, some of them obviously went on to college and moved on with their life. Then they'd come back from college over the summer and work for me. And they, they were my best employees because they knew everything because they worked for me for years. They were the ones that would spend like late nights with me to get stuff done in the store. I'd buy pizza for them. We'd hang out. We'd just be having a good old time getting stuff done. And they're like, how come it seems like every time I come from, from school, I always get, I always get stuck staying until like two in the morning morning with you. I'm like, cause, cause, cause you love it. That's why you're the only ones I can rely on. Like, yeah, yeah. So we have a good, so that, that, those are the kind of relationships that I have built over the years. And, 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 uh, or where was that at? All over the place, multiple, every every retailer I've worked for. Where else? I worked, I I started at the gap and then I worked at, um, 
started at the Gap, and then I went to where the heck did I go to? I went, I went to Model Sporting Goods, which is like a small version of Dick Sporting Goods. It's like a more local East Coast version. Um, and yeah. and then I went to Toys R Us. Toys R Us, Babies R Us. <laughs> and then I went to all for more money. Every single step was for more money. I kept getting offered more money and all that. So, and then, and then I actually went to JCPenney because I, I was just getting miserable thinking that it was Toys R Us and Babies R Us, but really it was retail. But I'm like, oh, well, let me just try, let me just try one more thing. This looks pretty cool. JCPenney is like reinventing themselves and has this new position that sounds pretty cool. And I got there and like a year in, they like fired the, C- or the CEO or retired and they got rid of that or not retired. He was res- the new CEO that created all this resigned. And then they got rid of my position and all this stuff. And it went back to the old ways and life became miserable again. I'm like, it's, it's just, it's just retail. That's what it is. It's retail. It's not for me anymore. I need to get out. So anyway, I, but I always enjoyed the people, the teams that I created, you know, it doesn't matter how old or young they were. I always found good people and I, I was never the one to shy away from the young guys and girls, you know, the, the high school kids and all that. Like you could find some, when you find a good high school kid, you found a good high school kid and you can really be a part of, of their life and they can really help you in your business. So anyway, that's, that's kind of my, been my goal with Dale. But then, you know, like I said, he was in high school, young, he graduated, he didn't know what he was going to do with his life. And he went and worked, worked full time at some warehouse local for like nine months and realized he wanted to come back to lawn care and all that. And I persuaded him to come back, <clears throat> but you know, he's older now. He's an adult. He's grown up. He's, you know, living on his own, has bills to pay and all that kind of stuff. So it's, I'm like, all right, let's, let's give it a second go. Come on. You know, so he's full time and, um, <clears throat> salary and all that. So, and, and, and like I said, now he, we continued basically where we left off was, was what I was trying to get to. I was trying to get him to the point where he could just run, run at least run some of those neighborhoods that you've been in. They're super easy. They're all right there. He doesn't yeah. have to go driving all over town. The ramp rack system. It's, 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 you know, it's a turnkey situation right there. He just gets in the truck and goes. Um, and so that's what he did. Like I said, at the GIE. And um, so I just want to, I want, now that I have that, now I need to go and get the other part that I always had. You know, I always had part-timers and no crew leader. Now I have a crew leader, and no part-timer. So I have to re- rebuild that and, and get that. So that's, that's my ultimate goal, you know, doing a lot of different things like I've been trying to do forever. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed, uh, like I said, the, a clip from that episode. If you want the full episode on the Green Industry Podcast, you can go ahead and check that out. I'll put a link to that episode in the in the show description, the, the episode in this episode description, sorry. Uh, but it's titled Lawn Care Business Growing Pains with myself, Naylor Taliaferro from Clean Cut Lawn Care. So if again, if you want the full episode, it was a good episode. We talked about a lot that actually split into two episodes. Um, so I'm not even really sure which one of the two this that episode is, but I'll, I'll, I'll find them all and I'll put them, put the, the links in the, the episode notes uh, description so that you can click on them so you can go and listen to the full episodes there. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. This is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.